This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the War Vessel Radio podcast. We're on episode 20. That feels like a milestone number in my head for some reason, so I'm praising the Lord that the podcast has made it this far and that uh, I haven't crashed and burned somehow along this way and just um, really thankful for his faithfulness and allowing this to be fruitful, And at least in my life. I hope it is in all of your lives as well. Um, so today I am solo once again, um, and possibly for the next little while as I try to, um, talk with some people and figure out some series and stuff like that that I'd like to do, but, um, kind of the season I'm in is just not much time for thinking and just having to do, um, which I don't really like, but it's kind of where I'm at. And so this week, um, a word has been on my mind, and that word is breath and also breathe. Uh, And kind of building off of last week's episode on uh, the certainty of Christ, one of the things that I I was just thinking about while I was at work, because I've I've been at work all the time recently, um, is, is breath and how... of the things in your body that happen naturally without you having to think about them. I mean, other than like you just have to breathe and we don't, it's not like we force ourselves to breathe. It just happens. It's not like we force ourselves to have a heartbeat. We just have a heartbeat. And I think uh, that's just something that is, can be said spiritually as well, um, and that that is kind of what Christ is. He is supposed to be our heartbeat. He's supposed to be our breath. Um, so I've been reflecting upon that and just how I want my life to be living for Christ in uh, kind of an uncon, not an unconscious or sub. I'm trying. I haven't been able to come down, nail down a good word for what I'm. I'm thinking of, but just like you don't have to think about breathing, I I want my life to be in Christ, where I don't have to try to think about it. I don't have to try to think about. All right, I need to have quiet time. I, oh, I I need to pray right now. Um, I just I want my life to be in the Spirit, in the breath of God, in the life of God all the time where it's just so natural that I don't even realize I'm doing it and that Jesus is so alive and working in my life that sorry my dog is is making weird noises hey um he was commentating uh so back to where I was going that Jesus would be so alive in my life that it's just he's he's there and I don't even realize that he's transforming my life I I like where I've I'm at kind of now and in past seasons of my life 
um, I don't know about now. Now I'm I'm being I'm awakening to the life of Jesus in my life. I th- I think and just fully understanding the promises and and learning to walk that out. Um, but if it some of it feels like mechanical, like I'm I'm trying to focus on His promises and trying to uh, pray more often, and, and it, it's it it feels like there's an element of self effort that. I struggle with the balance and the tension of being intentional, but then just allowing Jesus to guide my heart and my mind and my thoughts and my spirit just in the flow of the day and and not even recognize that he's doing it. Um, That's where I want to be. And so I guess I say all this and just, I want my life to be full of the breath of God. And so there's a couple scriptures that came to mind as I was looking at breath. First of all, if you're going to look up breath or um, breathing, like breathe in the Bible, there's a lot of, I want to say, harsh verses that talk about, you know, the breath of God will strip my enemies bare. Or, or that was, that's not exact wording or anything. That's just kind of what popped in my head. Um, but there's verses that talk about the breath of God being like a force that comes against his enemies or or those who are in disobedience against to him. Um, and there's, in comparison to that, there's not a ton of verses on that I was like, oh, that would be uplifting and in, encouraging. Um, but so I've kind of, there were two I found. I could have gone to Genesis where it talks about um, God breathed into man, and man became a living being. Uh, or uh, there's a few other places. But I, I came to a typical one, which is Ezekiel 37. And I, I was hesitant to use this verse. I, that sounds terrible because, you know, it's scripture. It is all free to be used um, and should be used. And But sometimes I feel like this can be overused. Uh, anyway... We're moving past that. I feel like this is what the Lord wants. So, um, and I was just kind of, it. this has a lot of verses about breathing. You know, it's the dry bones in the valley that need to come alive. And one of the things I was struck by is uh, the sinews and flesh uh, come upon the bones when Ezekiel pro- prophesies to them and flesh comes upon them this so this is chapter 37 from verse 1 down to 14 but uh the lord tells ezekiel to you know prophesy to these bones and say to them oh dry bones hear the word of the lord that's verse 4 uh and a it says indeed as i looked the sinews and the flesh came upon them this is after he prophesied but there was no breath in them also he, the Lord, said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. But uh, verse 8 was what really kind of stood out to me, is that, Ezekiel prophesied once, and their dryness and their deadness 
was now covered with flesh and sinew. On the outside, they had all the components of life, but there was no life without breath. And I thought that was interesting um, in the a Christian's walk. I believe there are many times where Christians, and it's almost like we're alive, but not really. Um, I've one of the ways I've called this is uh, zombie Christianity, and I don't really want to talk a ton about this. It's just a thought that I've had in my head, and um, it's relatively a shocking title. I'll, I'll give it that. But it's this idea that we as Christians are supposed to be we we are to have we have the very spirit of Christ, or we are to have the very spirit of Christ living in us. That is what a Christian is, and if that's absent and we're claiming the title of Christians and all all the things that come with living and serving God, then our light that we claim to have is not in us, and we're actually dead. And so it's like a zombie Christian. It's it's life, but the absence of true life, and it's disgusting, <laughs> honestly. Um and that's kind of what this is like. There, they had the appearance of life, but there was no breath. And until breath came into them and they were animated, that's when life, the breath is what brings life. And so I've just been reflecting upon this in my own life. Um, and just this, I want, I don't want to cease in breathing or, or having life in my life, and, uh, oh, I had a thought, no, I, I, I just lost it, um, yeah, I don't, I just don't want to cease from the indwelling life of Christ in me, and for, for a moment, forsake it for my own breath, um, oh, I know what I was thinking, I was, I had a thought today, uh, a little while ago, and I was thinking about it feels like there's times in my life where I'm actually suffocating, not physically, but mentally and spiritually. And it, it it's almost like uh, I'm praying, um, I'm reading scripture, I'm trying to abide. Um, and it's still, I'm like, Lord, I am just suffocating right now. I am tired. I am stressed out. I And today, as I was thinking about that, uh it, it was kind of like he said, you think you need to hold your breath because you're underwater. You have all these things going on. You're swamped. You're drowning. And I'm imagining Jesus saying this to me. So you think you need to hold your breath because you're underwater, but you are actually in living water. And that uh, has just so kind of stood out to me today. And i as I think about this, and it's a relatively new thought that I haven't fully even begun to scratch the surface of, but just this idea that I, I cannot, I actually can't as a Christian drown because I am already drowned in living water and I am breathing in and my life is, is saturated with the spirit of Jesus that, or it should be, that is what I'm promised. I have the fullness. I can dive right into this overwhelmingly saturating 
life of Christ. And uh, I can dive into the river of life and just go deeper and deeper into that relationship with Jesus. And I'm getting soaking wet and I'm breathing in living water. And that sounds kind of, uh, oh, what's the word? It's it sounds contradicting, I guess, or um, where you're breathing in water and you're trying to breathe. But that's kind of how Jesus is. It's not. He's not just one thing or the other. He's all. He's living water. He's the he's the bread of life. He's the breath of life. And every element about Jesus is wrapped up in this life giving. That is him. His blood is life. Uh, at Ellerslie, they had this thought that I'd never heard of before, but when Jesus, and this is, we're coming into Easter, so this is uh, an opportune thought, but after Jesus had died on the cross and the Roman soldier uh, punctures his side with his spear and the blood and the water come out, out of Ellerslie, the Jewish culture, that was living water, water represented life, or excuse me, blood represented life mixed with the water, and that was, so that was living water, and that, that's another thing that's just been standing out to me, I was trying to come up with a title uh, for this, for this episode, and I was thinking like blood and breath, and, uh, or just heartbeat and breathing, uh, were the two, I was thinking about life, but I was also thinking about this consistent and um, certainty thing that we just wake up breathing, we wake up having a heartbeat. Um, and that's just something that we have no control over. That is all up to God that we, I mean, that's his doing. Um, and that's spiritually, I think that's what living is. It's it has It's having a heartbeat of Christ. It's having the breath of Christ in every area of your life, be it work, be it family, uh, church, shopping, it's to our, and I say, I say, I've been saying we and our, and you know, you, I, that's really, I'm talking to myself. I have a bad habit of start talking in in another person when I should be talking to myself because you know, these podcasts, they're coming from my heart. So I'm kind of like, looking at myself across the table and being like, Jake, this is what your life should look like. And I don't, it really excites me. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm excited. I'm kind of jumping all over the place. Um, And I don't want to be ragged for breath. I don't want to be running this race and feel like, my stamina is failing as a Christian, that I that I don't have the fullness of Christ in my life because I've been given the fullness of Christ in my life. I should be able to breathe deeply and richly and continue running no matter what obstacle, whatever trial, what, no matter what the trial is I'm facing. Um, another scripture that I was looking at today was, is Psalm 1. 150, which is the last psalm in the book of Psalms. Uh, and so I'll just read, it's a pretty short chapter, 
but I'll just read 150 quick and then I'll talk a little bit about what this means to me. So Psalm 150, praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty firmament, praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with the sound of the trumpet, praise him with the loop, loop, excuse me, lute and harp, praise him with the timbrel and and dance, praise him with stringed instruments and flutes, praise him with loud cymbals, praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I read that today, and I was going back off that thought of, I don't want to be living my life running ragged, breath to breath, trying just to get a gasp of life into my spiritual, into my spiritual walk. I want to be, I want to have that deep, endurance-filled walk with Jesus that can weather any storm. And part of that is learning to praise the Lord in all things. If I, I, w- I was just thinking, you know, it talks about the trumpet. It talks about the lute um, and flutes. Those are things that require breath to create noise. And then there's other things like cymbals and harp and uh, dancing and just singing in general and shouting and worshiping. And those are all physical things that require a serious amount of breathing in order to do those acts of worship for the Lord. And spiritually, if I want to have that level of ability, I want to be able to play my spiritual trumpet with blasts of air that don't fail, that have uh, clear notes and I want to be able to dance without passing out uh, from just lack of air. I want my spiritual life to be able to worship the Lord without ceasing because I have an abiding relationship in his life. And this, I, and I know I'm talking a lot and I'm kind of jumping around and back and forth and um, maybe, maybe in the long run, none of this is making sense. Uh, in my head it is, but, and I feel like, you know, I'm kind of keep going back and saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, but I think it, it's, it almost needs to be said over and over again because it's so important. I just want my life to bring praise to Jesus. And, uh, I want you guys to have that too. And I want to see the church of this present world breathing richly and deeply. I don't want to see zombie Christians. I want to see spirit-filled Christians. I want to see Jesus Christians, on-fire Christians for the Lord. Um, and that, I've said this before, that starts with that starts with your individual self. That starts with me. If I don't have that breath of life or, or if I don't have it in abundance that I've been promised, I need to look into that and and cry out to Jesus and say, Jesus, I all the breath that you've promised me, I want in my life, and then be receptive to the Spirit to hear how that needs to come come about. What in what areas do I need to be obedient in? Where do I need surrender to? Let go of things that are sucking life and sucking breath out of uh, my world. Where where am I spending my time that is drawing from 
you know, the oxygen of life that I could be getting from Jesus, and instead I'm breathing in carbon monoxide of the world. Uh, that was a weird analogy, but it, I think it was a good one. Um, at least it makes sense to me. Don't be breathing in poison. Bring, breathe in the fullness of Jesus and the living water. Be drinking living water, not polluted water. Um, so yeah, guys, I know that was... I almost felt like I was really preachy. So if it was preachy, I apologize. Um, like I said, I need it more than probably anyone listening here. Uh, but I hope in some way there was something that spoke to you and was encouraging. And uh, if you have any thoughts or feedback, would love to hear it. Um, I thank you all who who listen, and I appreciate your um, just your time and dedication to listening to this podcast i know it's hard for me to listen to it it's probably because it's my voice but i don't like hearing myself and so um i'm just thankful that it's encouragement to hear people um who are listening and um just what their thoughts are and how they share so i just thank you and i'm super humbled and grateful for all of you guys uh, so yeah i will be back next week with something new. So God bless everyone. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.